Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. Hey, Kara, do you remember me? <gasps> I do. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> My name is Anson. It's <laughs> nice, nice to, meet, to you. meet you and all of you. It's, no, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I've been gone for a little while. Yes. Uh, we had the Christmas holiday break, of course. Right. And yeah. then I got sick for like a week after that. Not fun. So it's a new week. It's a new year. It's a new Anson. Yay. I'm actually like, I woke up this morning getting ready to go to work and I yeah. was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I haven't done this in so long. I don't remember like, how this works. What year is this? Exactly. Like, I feel like I'm re-entering society. You are. After yeah. this like indeterminate <laughs> amount of time away. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on here. Oh, I have no idea man. what's going on in the world. Stressful. Like, this yeah. must be what it feels like if you're like a bear that hibernates <laughs> through winter. You just wake and up. And then you wake up and you're like, what year yeah, is it? So disoriented. I have no idea. It's fair. I used to think that personality tests aren't all they're cracked up to be. I've taken several when I was in high school, and they just never seemed to quite fit who I was. They didn't seem fully accurate. But I had to take it recently for work, and the results did surprise me. It turns out that this is proof I am quote-unquote special. I at least think it's kind of funny because my personality type is called the Commander. It's an ENTJ, and ENTJs make up only 1.8, 1.8, so less than 2% of the personality types. They are one of the least common types. Some words to describe ENTJs, charismatic, impatient, arrogant, strategic, confident, decisive, energetic, stubborn, and have difficulty with emotions. It's kind of scary how accurate that all is. But one of the cool things is as I was learning more about ENTJs and also learning a little bit about myself and how scarily accurate this all is, I found out that Jim Carrey is also an ENTJ. I'm actually a really big fan of him, so it warmed my heart to know that I have something in common with the legendary Jim Carrey. So, Anson, just to catch you up on a few things while yeah. you were gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, my husband had a birthday this last week. Oh, nice. So I made him a birthday cake. It's it's not just a birthday cake. It's the birthday cake. Oh, yeah, this it's, is serious. It's become a thing over the last few years. I've been making this particular cake, and it is a process. Okay. To the point where I always feel like I'm on the Great British Baking Show when I'm making it because it's like a layered cake and there's like two different kinds of frosting and you know on the show when they're like explaining all the things Uh and their design and then when they get really really stressed when something goes wrong and their cake overflows in the oven for just a random example not a specific one at all that may or may not have happened on Uh Friday night at 9 o'clock and there's smoke coming out of the oven you're like oh no I'm gonna ruin the cake and I don't have time to rebake it. Yeah, that may or may not have happened, but oh, no. it all turned out fine. The cake made it. It was not ruined. And I was so relieved. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to go on that show. I would be way too stressed <laughs> out if this is how stressed out I am just about a birthday cake. Oh, my the goodness. stakes were too high. The internet and social media are slowly rotting our brains, but I do think some good can come from it. Zoe here with you on Real FM, and this story almost brought me to tears because of how powerful it is. There is an Instagram page called Biking DC. It's run by a guy named Joshua, and one day he came across another cyclist named Kevin, except Kevin had a broken leg, and whenever he was bicycling, 
he had his like wheeler like his, his crutch not his crutches because he didn't have crutches his like you know one of those granny things that you push around i'm not sure what those are called but he basically takes it apart and then holds it on top of his bike handles as he bikes through dc and Josh is like, what are you doing, man? You've got a broken leg. What's going on? And he realizes that Kevin is one of those food delivery drivers. He's got a backpack with a whole like compartment there to put food in it. And he says, Kevin says simply, I got to pay bills, man. And that hit hard. That hit hard in so many ways. So Kevin, he's a true hustler. You know, he's got to pay his bills. And it turns out, we find out later through Joshua's investigation that Kevin was hit by a car in September and that's why he's got the broken leg and because of his injuries he fell behind on his rent payments and all of this stuff just you know things going wrong and yet when Kevin is talking with Josh in this video on Instagram he's got such an upbeat spirit and an optimism and a like hey I gotta work it is what it is and that moved the internet. Josh was able to get in this encounter Kevin's uh, cash app handle, and he's like, hey man, if anyone here wants to show this man some love and appreciation, like, to, you know, you're working so hard, let's help you out a little bit. And over $2,000 was raised for Kevin from this, you know, chance encounter that happened in DC between two bikers. And I'm like, yeah, this is when the internet is at its best, when we rally together to support and love one another. You know, Carol, historically, one of the really important functions for radio has been to provide public service announcements to yes. people. Make people aware of things that everybody needs to be aware of. That's true. So, in that spirit, I have a public service announcement to share today Ooh, okay. from National Parks officials in Canada. Oh, all right. They are <laughs> urging drivers to please not allow moose to lick your cars. <laughs> Problem. Very important, Kara. <laughs> yes, it's a problem. I mean, Why wouldn't it be? Obviously, I guess. <laughs> you didn't realize that moose are just <laughs> rampaging around Canada, thinking everyone's cars a popsicle, licking cars. <laughs> I didn't know. With abandon. Why? It's out of control up there, Kara. Oh my gosh. We've got to get it back under control. Why? No, I was wondering about this too. I'm like, are cars really that tasty? Right. Do moose just like to lick things? <laughs> what is going on here? There's actually a pretty good explanation for this. Okay. As we all know. It's very, very cold up in Canada. True. Lots of snow. So cold. And so what do you put out on the roads yeah. in the snow? Oh, salt. Salt <gasps> gets on the cars. Okay. The and moose like the salt. They think it's tasty. They lick the salt off the cars. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And people think this is cool, I guess, because they like to have their cars licked by giant or, moose that I are mean, like larger than their vehicle. You know, it's a novelty. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, no, you, the parks officials like, you cannot do this because what happens is when they lick the salt off the car, they are desensitized to the danger oh. of vehicles and roads. Oh, no. So then they just like wander out onto the roads. Oh, and that's bad. Yeah. That's really bad. Looking for cars to lick, oh, I no. guess. Oh, <laughs> no. So, this sounds ridiculous, but it's really serious, Kara. If a moose comes and licks your car, do not allow it. Now, okay. crucially, they don't say how That's you're what I was supposed to stop the moose from how, doing this. How does one discourage So, I'm going to have to let you okay. figure that out. All there. right. A golden retriever named Cassie in Indiana is a very busy mom with not just her own pups, but she's taking care of three African painted dog 
puppies. Yes, that's the name of the breed, African Painted Dog, and they're a very resilient but endangered dog breed. And there was a dog, their mother, living at the zoo in Indiana, but for some reason, unbeknownst to the zoo caretakers, the mom wasn't able to take care of her pups. She kind of rejected them. And the zookeepers had to act quickly in order to save the lives of these three little pups. And through some digging, they found out about Cassie, the golden retriever who had just had her own puppies. And Cassie looks so adorable in this picture. She's got that little dog smile with her tongue hanging out as she's nursing all of her puppies. And then the additional three little puppies that are not her own. They don't look like the other puppies, but she accepts them anyway. And that is so sweet. A, a sad situation turned wholesome. Maybe you're starting off 2024 on a bit of a harder note. You know, a lot of times in the new year, there's a lot of hope and promise and you want to be like excited about looking forward to new things. Mm -hmm. But maybe you're still carrying something heavy from 2023 mm. and you're like, I'm not sure how these two things can coexist together. Yeah, I'm really familiar with that feeling. It's almost like life is full of paradoxes. We want it to be one thing or the other, but usually it's more than one thing mm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I read something super encouraging about that today from KJ Ramsey. She says, only the paradox himself, that's Jesus, can hold the entirety of your story with all of its wounds and wonders. She says, she's a counselor. I often remind my clients that two things can be true at the same time. Grief does not cancel out goodness. Hurt does not silence all hope. Our wounds bring us to the intersection of grace, where hurt and hope are held in the scarred and tender hands of Christ Jesus. He holds the paradoxes of your past, present, and future in indivisible love. Every paradox in your life is an invitation to be held, for it is in sensing Christ's scars that we learn to rise with ours. The new year often brings people to a place of reflection, thinking about the year before and what they want for the year now. Hey, my name is Zoe. I'm so glad I get to hang out with you on Real FM. And of course, I'm in a similar boat doing this new year reflecting. And what's crazy is as I sat down and looked back over the year of 2023, I think I would describe it as a year of growth. God put me through an intense season of waiting where I had to completely depend upon him. And he was so good and so faithful to me in that difficult season. And it was kind of cool going back through all of my pictures that I've taken over the year of 2023, seeing the highlight moments, the good parts, because all I was focusing on was the bad parts, the rough parts, the emotional struggle of my waiting season that I'd forgotten about all the cool things that I did in 2023. And so I realized I did a lot of growing in 2023. That was a year of growth. And I have no idea what 2024 is going to be like, but I'm sure it's going to be full of its own unique adventures. And I just can't wait. Uh, Kara, I need some help. Okay. I need somebody <laughs> to help me understand okay. this Stanley Cup 
craze. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you mean like the, the tumblers, right? The water tumblers that are giant. Yes. And all different colors. You actually have one that kind of looks like. It's a knockoff. Ah, it's not the real it's thing. It's not the real thing. Okay. Yeah. So you're not a cool kid. I'm not a cool I guess. kid. That's I, what I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> accusing you. No, but you're clear. right. I mean, this I think. This is just what I understand. I think you're right. I'm you not know, an official cool kid. I used to be when someone said the phrase Stanley Cup. That yeah. meant like the championship trophy <laughs> in hockey. Okay. Yes. That's what I think of. Right. But now, no, a brand that used to be the most popular for providing like construction workers. Yeah. Thermoses oh, for their trucks. That's funny. Is now like this super popular brand. Super popular. With kids, tweens, teens, moms. Yes. Yeah. My niece, my 11 year old niece got one for Christmas. Did like she? the official one. Okay. And she was so excited. Yeah, and there's people who like collect all the different colors. Oh my goodness, yes. It's I a guess whole thing. maybe it's not too different from like, you know, like brands like Champion I being guess. cool now. Like you yeah, remember like when we were true. kids, <laughs> you only had champion clothes if like you yeah. couldn't afford to get the Nike the ones. The Nike ones, yeah. Right. There you um, go. But now it's cool. Uh, it turns out I actually did do a little research into this. Okay. There is an explanation. Okay, good. Do you want the explanation? Yes, tell me. Crocs. <laughs> Okay. There's a connection here, Kara. There is? Okay. Crocs. There's a guy named Terrence Riley. Okay. He was an executive for Crocs for seven years, oh. and he led the marketing strategy that turned Crocs back into a fashion staple, and guess what? <gasps> he is the president at Stanley now. No way. And he's leading this as well. What if he's a genius? I guess so. Somehow. He was like, my experience at Crocs told me that... The uh, kind of influencer opportunity was the oh, magic that Stanley needed. Okay. And we were right. It turned out social media influencers proved to be amazing partners and they helped us create this new Stanley Cup phenomenon. Good grief. Did it ever. So, wow. yeah. Okay. I mean, if the guy can make Crocs popular, I mean, that's, no wonder he managed yeah. to turn this random cup into a thing. No kidding. What's going to be next? What's I have next? no idea. I'm afraid. This story is still happening, so I don't know what the ending is and where the ending's going, but it's definitely an interesting start. Zoe here with you on Real FM, and Stacy on the app formerly known as Twitter has been documenting a crazy series of events unfolding with her parents and a raccoon being called Little Rick. So it's kind of sad. Her parents had unfortunately lost their dog last year and just left a hole in their hearts, and Stacy was encouraging them, you know, maybe adopt another dog, maybe adopt a cat, you know, maybe that'll help with the pain. And instead, they've turned uh, to a different outlet for the hole in their heart. There is a young raccoon that has been, you know, in their neighborhood, coming around, hanging out on their porch, and they've decided, Stacy's parents, to feed it and, you know, spend some time with it. And <laughs> the raccoon's name is Little Rick. And as Stacy is recording all of this over on X with pictures and videos and descriptive posts basically saying how things keep escalating from, oh, here's just a little bit of scrap food to here are specific snacks for you. Here, have some hard-boiled eggs and raspberries to they gave Little Rick a bed for their porch. They've given him dog toys. And Stacy is at a point where she doesn't know what to do. He's not a pet. He's a wild animal, she says. But her parents are in complete denial. They're like, no, 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 we're not doing anything wrong. You know, we're, it's fine, it's fine. The story continues to unfold and I'm here for it. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget... 
Behind and Rewind. <laughs> <laughs>